Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 48, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm someone. <gasps> oh I'm Miss Lemon. Someone. A new voice? Or are you? You've been on the show before. How are you, Miss Lemon? Yes. Good. How are you? Good. I've been doing well. It's been about, I think, 20 episodes since we've had you on last, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's a decent amount of time. Yeah, that's, that's a good chunk of time. We are so happy to have you back and everything. Um, Thank you. The last time you came on, we had a lot of fun. And also, uh, the statistics show that people loved that episode. So also, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. So, uh, as you can hear, Miss Lemon is back. Everyone party. Uh, and we're going to do what we always do and answer some questions. Uh, before we do, let's go through the Patreon super quick. I got to get the first yawn <laughs> out of the way because for some reason I still <laughs> schedule the show super late for me. You All need right. to have a nap time beforehand. I do. I really do. So. In the $1 vanilla tier, which gets you a username shout out, we have Damia, Fluffy Nate, Gosh Cheeks, Race Star, and Tone Cluster. In the $5 Kingster tier, which gets you some nude photographs uh, once per month, we have AP Michael, Briah, Casa, Juicebox, Maxi, Skywalker, and new patron, the Starling family. Oh, I also <laughs> totally forgot to add uh, Wrath's name into the notes for the vanilla tier. So, Wrath as well. In the $10 fetishist tier, which gets you a, a short little porn video once per month and everything else, as well as an extended shout out, we have Ishi, Sarah, and Scotia. In the $15 uh, center tier, which gets you some co director fun rights in the videos, we have Daddy Gray, Kaneko, who writes, Shout out to my baby siblings who just. I'm going to try that again. Shout out to my baby siblings who know just how to get my cheeks at a certain shade of red. There we go. <laughs> and Sue, who writes in all caps, all hail speckles. And in the all 20, hail, all hail in the $20 deviant tier, which gets you all of the below, including your name written on me for all of the porn is Jamie Bell, who writes, I wish a happy and safe 2021 to everyone who isn't a turf or Republican. And Joe, who writes, I yeeted my undies and all it got from me was a Patreon sub. Thank you so much, <laughs> everyone, for contributing to the show and everything. Uh, we really do appreciate it. It helps keep the lights on here at the Starshine Studio. Without further ado, let's get into the questions. Miss Lemon, uh, before we get into it, do you have anything you'd want to say? I just hope everyone's keeping all nice and safe during 2021 and stuff. Um... You know, hopefully we can all go outside and, like, hang out one day. <laughs> Y'all remember places? No. I barely <laughs> remember things on my damn day, to be fair. <laughs> Let alone places. Mm-hmm. So, let's get into the questions. Do you want to take the first one? I sure do. It's very relevant to me. Yes. Dear Jazzy. Diapers? <laughs> Sincerely, Fluffy Nate. Uh, dear Fluffy Nate, yes. Next question. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Are you that's, sure? That's I, a, I don't know. That's a I, hot take. I spent a week considering my answer to this question, and after ruminating on it, mm. the answer is yes. Wow. So, yeah, let's do the next one. All right, this one... Okay. Miss Lemon, how did you meet your baby girl? And how long into the relationship did the topic of kink come up? Have you ever been in relationships with non-vanilla elements before? Love, Casabare. Casa's a sweetie. I've met him. 
Casa is a good boy. I've also met him. <laughs> um, so my cute little Chloe, I met at like an anime convention, like five years ago, maybe. And she oh, took wow. my picture because I was cosplaying. And then she, we never interacted beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> and then she ended up uh, interacting with uh, my friend who I was cosplaying with. And um, was like, oh, this is a picture of you guys. We were like, wow, cool. And then they were friends. And then I kind of became friends with like all the starlings. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hung out and stuff. And she was really cute. But I was like, oh, I think she's so cute. But I don't know. I got to get to know her better. And so it was like five years later. And then I asked her out. <laughs> oh. Um, but by uh, that time, we were already like established friends and like going to cons and stuff together. So I really got to know her before, before like dating her, which is important to me. Indeed. And then how um, did um, the topic of kink come up in that regard? So when we kind of first started dating, we, we both were neutrally like, oh, yeah, we could be. We might want to do kinky things, but I have never been in a kinky relationship before. And she didn't indicate to me that she was. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, at some point, um, it was a little bit after we first said I love you to each other. Oh. Um, she ended up telling me that she was a little, uh, which is interesting because it, it meant like she wanted to tell me she loved me before she told me she was like kinky and a little and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So she's expressed that, like, if I was, like, neutral to it, um, she probably would have stayed with me and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously, if I if I was really negative about it, we probably wouldn't have, like, stayed together, which I understand. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she just really, like, blushily, shyly, like, like, I have something to tell you. And I'm like, I don't know what. I never heard of Littles before that point. Uh, I, I heard of people being like, uh, having like a diaper fetish, but I basically knew nothing about it. And I was sort of, I was completely neutral to it. I was like, I guess people do that. That's not, that's not my business. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, when she told me she was a little, she insisted, uh, that like, she would just like for in it for the cute stuff and that and that. And she didn't mention diapers. And I think at one point she mentioned that she doesn't wear them and stuff. Because I think she didn't want to, like, take oh, me a, out or anything. That's a big, fat lie. <laughs> right? Um, but she was really nervous about it. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're little. Okay, you know, that's cute. I, I like to do. I already was calling her, like, my princess and stuff and, like, doting Aww. on her without knowing she's my sunshine. Uh, and without knowing, like, she was a little and stuff. So, like, um... So it was, it was really natural to me already. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was basically in the beginning sort of like a cute doting subby thing like for her. And then I was just like a little more dominant, a little more like caregivery, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was for a while after a while, she ended up telling me, oh, and sometimes I wear diapers. And I was like, OK, I don't know how I feel about that just because I've never dated anyone who wore diapers and I've never known anyone like that. So I don't know if I like that or not, but I'm at least neutral and like, like accepting of it. Even if I didn't know if I like, I was like, oh, what? If, I don't know if I want to change a diaper. I've never done that before or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, well, oh, no, no, no. Uh, you don't have to think about it at all. It's OK. Uh, I don't have to wear them and this and that stuff. And I'm like, OK, well, if you want to, I'm willing to like, you know, try it or something at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like right before cap, she was like okay, I think I want you a cap because I'm really nervous without you. And Aww. I'm going to want to wear diapers there. So I have to wear a diaper before we go to cap so that I don't, I'm not like wearing for them, them for the first time for you at cap where I'm already nervous. And it was and like was... a whole thing. I totally interrupted you. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're okay. I was pretty much done. I was going to say that was the cap where um, Ruka introduced me to the Starling household, if I remember yeah. correctly. Absolutely. Uh, everyone already knew Ruka. I don't think people knew you yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we were all pretty enamored with you. You're a sweetie. Mm, thanks. I try. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then um, soon after that first Capcom, we hung out at Colossal Con and that was a lot of fun. But um, That was so fun. 
that was so fun. We got very wicked drunk. <laughs> yes. Yes. But thank you for uh, sharing that story once again. I know that you had um, talked about it on The Usual Bet, but I was, um, I was actually really happy that Casa put the question in mm-hmm. here because our, our two shows, um, there is a lot of crossover, but it's not 100% crossover. So there are a lot of people who haven't heard that yet and maybe can find inspiration in that yeah. story to come out of, come, come off the changing table to their mm-hmm. caregiver in a way. <laughs> I was trying to come up with like a, like a closet analogy. And I feel like that's the best so, one. I mean, it depends on what you want. Like, uh, if you find um, being a, a, a baby um, is core to you being able to be in a relationship with someone, with someone, like, uh, you wouldn't want to engage with someone in, like, play or sexual ways or, like, romantic ways unless you could include that, then you should lead um, before your, like, deep I love views and commitments and stuff that... Um, you're like a little and stuff uh, because it's important to you. And if they're going to act negatively or even sometimes neutrally, like uh, you you need to put your important things in front and like be like, hey, this is what I'm about. And if you can't work with it and be at least accepting and positive about it, like it's just going to lead to pain in the long run. Um, Like I'm a pretty accepting person, so it worked out really well for us. But uh, I do think if she had led with I wear diapers all the time, um, I'd have been a lot more hesitant only mm-hmm. because uh, our both of our like um, focus is the cute, like doting, literally caregivery kind of feeling. Um, and the diapers are just kind of like to help that they're peripheral. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if she just said, I use my diapers all the time. I love to mush my tush. I'm a mush tush princess. I would have been like, well, I, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. But I don't know if I, Vanilla Lemon, want to do that right so quickly. <laughs> that was Vanilla Lemon before uh, you were Lemon Lime. Yeah. <laughs> Spicy Lemon. <laughs> Spicy Lemon. That was when you were uh, Lemon-flavored LaCroix before being a full-on Minute <laughs> glass. Right. Yeah, you did, but, Casa. You did show up halfway through your question. Welcome to the show. You yes, asked some really, really bangers of questions. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a fantastic question. And hopefully people can take from that maybe some mm-hmm. advice to uh, figure out like what about you is a non-negotiable? What's something mm-hmm. that like you're not willing to do without in a relationship? Because if... um if my daddy, I'm looking at him right now. Oh, he looked back at me and he's smiling. Aww, wholesome. So <laughs> yeah. If, if he was not cool with me being a little and an ABDL and a gangster, then we wouldn't mm-hmm. be living together right now. But he is cool with that, which is uh, knowing that he is cool with my whole being is one of the many reasons why I'm here. That Dick is one of the other ones. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I really hope people can like take away from that. I'm really happy that it went in that direction. That's awesome. Um, I do know that um, me having been completely vanilla to being a like mommy dom sort of is like a rarity. And I just, I don't know. I want people to feel more confident about themselves. If someone doesn't like you for what you like or who you are, then you shouldn't be giving them that much time. Like, there are people who don't know anything about what you like. And when you tell them, they'll be like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. They're out there, you know? Yeah, there absolutely are. And I think that's really important to note is like, you do not have to limit yourself to dating exclusively kinky people, exclusively people within your particular scene. Because mm-hmm. there are lots of fish in the sea and lots of those fish will be willing to hear out what you're into and everything. Oh yeah. A lot of people just like, I didn't even know what a little was before she talked to me about it. And this was, um, about when the, like, uh, the like daddy little girl kink really started to blow up. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I sort of seen them, but I never really considered it an actual lifestyle. Um, right. so like, I still had no idea what she was talking about, even having seen that, uh, just around 
I remember that era too, because that was when a couple different companies on YouTube put up like little mini documentaries about different DDLG couples. And mm-hmm. every single one of them, I think there were like three big ones. The one that I remember was Barcroft's one. And um, every single one of those couples just th- went through so much shit and harassment that it completely, it, it's true. And it scared mm-hmm. future people from talking about it. And that's just such a bummer. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah, truly. So uh, I completely forgot to say questions that are addressed <laughs> to you. Technically, I should be reading. So I'll take classes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that was totally my bad. <laughs> that was my bad. So, uh-oh. Yeah, number two. Sleepy baby. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so, dear Miss Lemon, what's your favorite way to turn Chloe's cheeks red? Either interpretation of cheeks is acceptable. Love, Casa Bear. Um, it's not hard. <laughs> Almost anything <laughs> I do uh, turns her pink. Like coming on Dear Jazzy and saying that she's always in diapers. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's true, though. Is it? Um, yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, gosh, like, my favorite way, I I love when I can, like, I'm not a very strong person, like, uh, physically. Um, I love when I can, like, kind of pick her up and, like, spin her around a little. She always, like, giggles and, like, uh, blushes and stuff. Like, um, she is always such a happy little baby. So, I love, like making her giggle and blush as like Aww. like calling her a princess and stuff like that um i'll have to dote on her like it's it is just it's just fun you know and like uh i can like really embarrass her if i take her in public and do that stuff but uh honestly that feels like cheating because of course she's blushing because everyone's around and stuff like that so it's like right. it's like when you're at home you know she's getting all blushy it's so cute and what's also funny about that? Oh goodness! Number three, drink. Um, <laughs> what's funny about that is that vanilla couples do indeed like call each other like princess and daddy is a mm-hmm. fairly a fairly mainstream thing. So and yeah. like a lot of like non kinky people do it, so people can't even bork about like eh, don't do kink in public. Eh. <laughs> because that's not even it's, mm-hmm. it's totally kosher which makes it even more like which makes chloe even more susceptible to receiving even more of that oh yeah i i call her like baby girl when she like comes over to my place in front of my roommates and stuff oh like she always just looks at me all pouty oh like, what are you gonna do about it <laughs> you're gonna argue they're gonna think something about <laughs> <laughs> i was going to say if they're not in the know you have to kind of play it cool Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, yeah, they don't really know, like, I've mentioned that I do, like, some kinky stuff sometimes, but, like, I don't know, it's just kind of my own business, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like, I don't, but I don't care if I call her baby girl, because, like, it's a cute nickname to call her. Yeah. It's also true, but, you know. <laughs> but they don't need to know that part. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So those are some really good strategies. Uh, do you want to read the next one? I do. Wonderful. Dear Jazzy and Miss Lemon, when playing or in a scene, what are some fun, embarrassing, and or cute ways a little can earn a diaper change? Love, good boy Maxie. Ooh. I'm going to let you go first, because this is a really good one. It is really good. Um, I'm being distracted because my little girl just walked in to get a diaper. Oh, perfect timing. <laughs> Hi, Chloe. She's about to record her own podcast, actually. <laughs> oh, crossover. That's funny. Oh, that's really funny. She says uh, hi. Hi. How can littles earn a diaper change? Uh, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, uh, she has a lot of like independence in terms of like when she wants to, uh, get changed because she. Super doesn't like uh, to be in wet padding for very long. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not a person who wants to, like, force her to do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I get my kicks out of, like, treating her like a baby. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It is possible she lost the bet, yeah. Mm -hmm. Chat. (laughs) Um, But, uh, so, very often I will make her do something kind of embarrassing, like, uh, sit on my lap and let me bounce her around and stuff or like something really babyish and like uh or like you know ask like sophie or someone for the change um and i'll be like go ask your big sister you know uh it is generally generally she'll be like i want to change i'll be like okay this is when she wants to change she will get it right now but i'm gonna find some way to help play with it a bit uh Mm. so that she can be comfortable in her padding and stuff, but still get those blushy baby feels. Right. That's like a, that's a pro level move. That's something that mm-hmm. gray over here also does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just that, that is top. That's some top shelf little vibe right there. That's really good. Yeah. In terms of uh, making littles earn their change. I think one thing that's really powerful is making them actually vocalize the words like verbatim. I need my diaper changed or something Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. if your baby girl is particularly pouty like Chloe, or if your little in general is pouty like that, they'll be like, and like not want to (laughs) say it. And Mm -hmm. then it'll take like five times and then they'll finally say, and then, you know, you can do the thing and everything, but that can be like a, a fun, like admission of like, meeting mm-hmm. and everything and that's like a huge thing for me in my personal kink life is the just the word need in general implying dependency w- when there's not actual like dependency in the relationship that sort of thing but just the idea of depending on someone is really hot so that yeah. whole like i need x y and z is really powerful and mm-hmm. it can be for other people I, um, oh, I also do, um, sometimes when she's asking for something, I will make her say a really long sort of like, like, um, uh, sometimes when, uh, she needs me to hand or something or something, I'll say, I'll make her be like, okay, what do you say? And I try to make her say, pretty please, mommy, can your little princess have this or something like that? You know, um, something that just normally saying it is like it's ridiculous and it's long-winded and stuff but when she's a little little girl like i want to uh make her like say lots of cute little things you know yeah like princess manners yeah um and she always she's always so uh like uh what's the word like resistant towards it so she really has to work for it sometimes Mm mm-hmm so yeah, I think it's fun we, for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we nailed that question. Do we want to move on to Cloud Puddle's question? Of course. Dear Jazzy and Jazzy. Lemon Lang, when you need a break from the lifestyle, what are some ways you step away and reset? Hobbies, passions, projects that help you reconnect with yourself and sort of debrief. The lamb, the bam, and the ham, cloud puddles. That definitely, the the sign-off definitely gave me like Bam Margera vibes. (laughs) (laughs) The word bam is kind of like always associated with him now. Yeah, I can no longer hear the word bam and not think about Viva Viva La Bam, Jackass, or anything else he's been a part of. Or like the band Him, or CKY, Mm -hmm. or anything. Or skateboarding (laughs) in general. Um, You know, what I do when I need a break from the lifestyle or anything kinky is I seek out something that I very much cannot do in any little or altered state. And my, Mm. my usual go-tos are playing like more involved games on steam, like halo. I've really been jamming on halo lately or, um, Oh yeah. I just got into it for like the first time in my life. I I, I put it off for this long. (laughs) But I've been now working you have my... to be a proper gamer girl. It's true. I have the light up keyboard. I've got the the giant mouse pad. I've got the glowy mm-hmm. mouse. I've, <laughs> I, I'm there. Uh, but yeah, no, just playing a, a rather intricate game on Steam. And one of my other non-little kind of 
hideaway hobby, not hideaway, but something I can just retreat into. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone knows by now that I'm a big Warhammer nerd and Mm -hmm. doing something with that amount of fine motor skill like required is not something that I can do in any semblance of little space. So when it either that, or I can like do my taxes or something (laughs) or (laughs) just something that like, I also, I don't know. You're a masochist. Are you sure taxes help you get away from it? I mean, as a masochist, I definitely enjoy doing some like fun algebra. So, (laughs) (laughs) so take that for what it's worth. But yeah, no, I just like to retreat into something that I know that I need every single one of my neurons to do properly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, um, it's important to be able to keep yourself busy, you know, especially right now. My goodness. Yeah, especially right now. Um, I, uh, I have a billion hobbies. I'm kind of picking up new ones all the time because I'm a busy body. Mm-hmm. Um, currently my hobby, I'm trying to make my hobby be sitting the heck down and like playing a video game or something. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, I, my main hobby is like, uh, sewing, which I love. Um, but it is very like, uh, it's like brain active cause I had to think about what I'm sewing and stuff. And like, I'll make custom sewing patterns for like diaper covers for little girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, things like that. And then it's like emotionally kind of like, uh, energetic because, uh, if I mess up on something I'm sewing, I, I'm like, Oh God, no, I can't believe that. You know? So it mm-hmm. takes a little bit out. And so then I have a billion other hobbies that are like relaxing from my hobby hobbies <laughs> that are like coloring in books, or, like playing video games and stuff. Um, but like, uh, honestly, any hobbies, like, are really, anything you do that isn't, like, directly, uh, associated with the stuff, like, uh, I'm a switch, so either subbiness or, like, being, like, in charge and stuff really, uh, kind of, like, help me reset and, like, I'm at, back at that neutral state. Yeah. Absolutely. I completely forgot to mention this one, too. But I recently picked up the hobby of doing live streaming and I've really been enjoying it. But that's another hobby that I can escape into and in very much like a not little space activity whatsoever, because my channel is purely mm-hmm. vanilla and everything. Um, I'll, I'll do like a formal announce announcement about that in like a future episode. But that one just yeah. like came to me and everything. Yeah, I love to hear about that. Yeah. Oh, I draw a little bit too. You that do. Was, I know. I, I. It's so funny. So like, like, like over a week ago, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna post every day to my fur affinity. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have so much art and stuff. And then like this week, I've been like drawing who. Yeah, so, exactly. It, it's like my hobby, but then sometimes I just don't do it, and so I don't know if I'm consistent enough to actually call it a hobby. <laughs> Which I have a couple uh, pieces of yours. My current Twitter header is actually the Podcast Buddies piece that Yay, you did. Yeah, I love that one. Okay. I, I love it so much because it like perfectly encap- encapsulates like me, Chloe, and Sophie's like our whole like mm-hmm. vibes and everything. And I just think it's like yeah. perfect. So cute. So cute. Um, like this this week for like two days, I feverishly drew my Pathfinder character and her wife, and mm-hmm. now I'm like, hmm. I don't, I don't know how to draw anymore. <laughs> then I'll remember <laughs> in like two weeks and I'll like go back to drawing furries and like made outfits or something. What but, is draw? You know. <laughs> yeah. So what is the next question? The next question is dear jazz club and citrus mom. What are your favorite ways to make pet girls melt from JB at PetSmart? Well, my uh, I've mentioned the secret little that Gray and I have on the show a couple of times uh, said secret little. Uh, they are also a pet, specifically a little kitty boy, and it's adorable. Mm-hmm. So That's just cute. yeah, no, just doing the pss, 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 pss thing and like <laughs> the, the, the scritchy hand, you know what I mean? Where you like 
you hold out your hand stretched out and then you do a little like scratchy motion and everything. And then, of course, calling them a good boy is also like perfect. I don't have a ton of experience on the um, on the pet owner side of the equation. I do have mm-hmm. a, a bit of experience on the dog side of the equation yeah. and everything. And that's really <laughs> great. Just like eating goldfish out of a pet bowl on the floor mm-hmm. and then having mm-hmm. water next to it is really great. And curling up at Gray's feet. Stop giving me that look, dude. <laughs> mm, stop. I'm trying to do my show. Stop. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, doing that. Um, and just really driving it home is is really wholesome than having doing the like the the lap pat like come up and like stretch out at me is like really precious. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you have a lot more experience in that regard. So I'm really excited to hear what you say. Oh, but so uh, pet play is new to both me and Chloe. Um, and we both we both switch uh, with pet play stuff. Um, and uh, I I find um it is a little bit similar to littleness in that you have a loving but uh in charge role and then the uh less um responsible uh cared for role sort of um mm-hmm. but i think pet play has a bit more structure and stuff um so a lot of the ways you make a, a like a pet girl melt would be similar to how you make a little melt but like with a more uh like you're instead of being you're a you're a dumb baby it's like well you're a dumb pet sort of thing (laughs) um i wasn't ready for that (laughs) nothing in the world could have prepared me for that (laughs) there's only dumb babies and dumb pets in this world and you're one or the other (laughs) there's two types of people (laughs) oh my god Um, uh a lot of the things you talked about are pretty much they're all a plus you know um me and chloe i make her do cute pet tricks uh so like it's it's like a a obedience sort of thing like a training thing like all right lie on the ground now um all right shake you know stuff like that Mm. and uh the the blushiness of them either like refusing to like do it like no i'm not a pet i'm not gonna do that and you like make them and stuff or uh the the blushiness of uh, her wanting to be a, a good pet girl and like doing what she's told and stuff. Either way, um, uh-huh. it's is very effective to like you know get a cute pet into the headspace and uh, make sure she's like you know feeling like oh either she's a good girl or like that she's just being treated like an animal. Either way, it's all very blushy and melty sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, oh my God, so also cute. like like leashing someone and then like tying it to something and then just walking away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The standout example for me is when uh, this last Capcom where I was, uh, I was walking back to uh, my room or something. And then I saw you and the rest of the starlings walking. And then uh, Kimmy was on a leash because she was Mm -hmm. uh, in Ruru at the time. And was like, Hey Jesse, hold this hands me the leash and I was just like, okay. <laughs> then she proceeds to walk all the way down the corridor. I was like, bye. <laughs> it's just like, so funny. Just like leashing the pet somewhere and walking uh-huh. away. <laughs> it's, it's very like, hey, wait a minute. You know? Mm-hmm. It's very funny. And then it's also super like blushy and stuff too. So right, the effectiveness exactly. is twofold. It's super effective. <laughs> All right. What is the next question? Dear Jazz Party, featuring Ms. Lemon. Ms. Lemon. (laughs) What do you think are some must-haves for starter and or solo pet play? Extra bonus points for kitten play things. From Konako. I think... An absolute must-have, especially for any form of kitten play, would be, like, those cute little tinkly bells. And oh, my everything. God, yeah. I mean, obviously, a collar is a no-brainer. But having, like, the little, like, not, like, the clank, 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 like, dog mm-hmm. bells, but having a little, like, 
I just did like an <laughs> ASMR stim there. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. Next week I'll start tapping on like some leather. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to, I just removed my pop filter. Just, just like tippy tapping <laughs> or like scratching my fingernails Ooh, on the grill with the mic. Gross. The tingles. Oh, the tingles. <laughs> uh, so for Solo, uh, <laughs> starter pet, God damn it. I would definitely say uh, collar and bells are no brainers. Um, mm-hmm. I th- if you're looking to get some more stuff and you have a space where you can like establish a little bit, either like a like an animal themed like blanket or like a pet bed is mm-hmm. is a really good start. Uh, a bowl. I was just I was just thinking if you could get like um, a huge one of those huge there's like really big dog like pet beds and stuff or like yeah even just a big like fluffy rug or something that's like like a circle or something so it looks like one of those little cat beds and you can like curl up in it and like dress up you dress all cute and soft and stuff because that's like the kind of vibe i get from like kitten play and then you you just kind of lounge around and like you know uh let yourself feel really just like i don't know how a cat feels like better than everyone else if you just feel like that i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh that's my advice what do you think I mean, um, kitten play, I feel, compared to, like, puppy or dog play, is very soft and kind of, like, uh, delicate sort of stuff. You're, you're, like, a pretty... I don't know a lot about kitten play compared to puppy play, but I feel like it's, like, like almost, like, princessy sort of uh, pet stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I picture, like you getting your like thigh highs on and like wearing your cute little delicate tinkly bell collar and like um uh being in like just like your underwear or something and just like lounging around and like batting at stuff i guess <laughs> oh okay that's too precious cute. right um uh, i imagine for solo play uh i don't know i guess you would want to kind of focus on how you're feeling and stuff like i guess if you can get yourself to feel like a cat in a sunbeam you probably are doing it right oh that's good that's good advice mm-hmm. get yourself really something good. cozy curl up get like an oversized sweatshirt curl up in the mm-hmm. sunbeam there you go it, it like covers your hands a little bit yeah yes get those uke sleeves <laughs> you know i'm really happy you mentioned um like the delineation between uh, puppy play and kitten play because it's um, on the rare occasion I'm in like a puppy space. It's definitely like, you know, I've had trouble with it in the past because I feel like I'll, the the perception and the stereotype and a lot of the people in that particular scene see it as just mm-hmm. like, yeah, rough and tumble. I'm a dog. Woof, woof, bark. And then you know me like you've helped look after mm-hmm. me before and you know you're, that you're I'm a little softy yes exactly <laughs> i'm very gentle as i am delicate and like i don't like kind of i don't really like roughhousing all that much mm-hmm. so the idea of going to like a puppy play mosh is really scary <laughs> to me it's just yeah. like that's, that's not like a thing and then you know i was, I was thinking about that and then I also, you know, what where it came back to me was I saw a meme and it was basically and it said, you know, huskies are the cats of the dog world. I was just like, <laughs> that's literally what I've been trying to say this whole time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then also, like, you wouldn't want to roughhouse with like a newborn puppy for obvious no, reasons. No, not at all. No, yeah. not at all. But yeah, so that's... uh. It's kind of my experience and it, it's been very like weird because I don't really talk about uh, pet play in regards to myself a whole lot because I feel like everyone's like, yeah, puppy play rough and tumble. It's just like, mm-hmm. no, I just want to wrap up at my owner's feet. And, like, yeah. Snug. Like um, me and Chloe, uh, since both of us kind of got into it together and stuff, neither of us know anything about like the pet play community. Um, so we kind of just did our own thing and, uh, it is very much a um, you're you're a cute puppy who 
does what you're told and like you're an obedient puppy and you're well trained and stuff but you are like loved and you're 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 a little precious bean as long as you're being a good girl you know um we we played a little bit with like kitten play because we weren't sure how we wanted to do our pet play but both of us liked i feel like kitten play kind of lends itself to less structure because like you you think of a cat you're not treating you're not like teaching a cat tricks or like leashing them and taking them on walks and stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, so i feel like they have a little more uh freedom and they're they're a little more like no like they're supposed to be like like a sassy sort of uh bratty kind of pet Mm -hmm. play i think compared to puppy play um so it didn't really suit our style but uh i like the aesthetics of kitten play more so uh i think that's why our puppy play is kind of soft and stuff you know i think that lends into um what a lot of pet owners say like dogs are like children and then cats are like roommates in a way (laughs) but that sort of thing uh do you want to do the next question actually i think this is the last question we're we're just churning through these i'm surprised i babbled for at least two of them (laughs) (laughs) that's how uh that's how the show goes that's how a good show goes actually (laughs) okay the next question Dear Peabot Principality, what is your favorite way you have ever regressed someone, either intentionally or not? Bonus points if you can describe what cute and or embarrassing thing the little did in response. Guy with the uh, ranch, dipping sauces. Dipping sauces. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think for me... Um, a couple, I think like 10 or so episodes ago, I recorded from Ruka's crib. I went to go uh, visit her when the COVID numbers were a little bit more down. And I traveled as safe as I could and quarantined and got tested and all that good shit. And I hung out with her for a week. And over the course of it, uh, I got a chance to kind of be like the big sister a couple of times because poor thing is in a long distance relationship. And I was just like, I'm feeling at the time I was sort of kind of edging along my period. So I was going through that whole baby fever thing that a lot of trans girls get. So I was mm-hmm. just like, you are small. I am going to take care of you now. <laughs> and one of the, one of the days was just so precious. Cause I helped like pick out an outfit and I put like, you know how we have those matching crowns. Yeah. I helped uh, put that in her hair and like do her hair and help her get all pretty. And then like helped like prep a bottle and like bottle feed her and like held her. Like we laid down, we watched like her favorite cartoons and just that really just sweet, precious, soft stuff. Mm -hmm. And and I think, you know, she was just like, she was little to the point where like past words where she was just like, super unbelievably tiny and then we took some really cute pictures together and it was just like a very soft yeah it was just like such like a soft precious moment and everything so Mm -hmm. in describing what was cute and or embarrassing there's something embarrassing it was just really really precious and i really like cherish that memory a whole lot so yeah yeah that's adorable really cute And then, um, I... oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, were you going to continue? Oh, the only thing I was going to add was when uh, your baby girl and Sophie, uh, when we went to the zoo together and mm-hmm. I was getting teased because I was the only little not in padding. And then later, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, later when we went to the mall and I had an accident, like a legitimate accident in the Build-A-Bear workshop, that was very <laughs> embarrassing, <laughs> but also very... Also very, like, (laughs) cute and precious in, like, another way. And then Chloe did this thing where I was, um, we were out of Build-A-Bear and uh, we were deciding, like, what to do, where to go next. And I was just like, I'm hungry. And then I was was like, can I go to Starbucks? And then Chloe was like, did the whole thing, like, the soft eyes, like, change the demeanor to, like, kind of, like, not look down on, but to, like, physically gaze at a downward angle and, like, use soft voice, like you can go. Are you going to be safe? Take Toothless with you. And I was just like, 
and I just like yeeted the fuck <laughs> out of that situation so fast because I was just like so beside myself. But that was really good. That's so uh, funny. She she gets so much practice. Her and Sophie both uh, from littling each other so much that I don't think you had a chance. <laughs> oh no, not a chance in hell. So yeah, that's so cute. Yeah. What were you going to say before I rudely interrupted? Oh, I mean, I was just going to answer with my part, too. So I could have waited just fine. Um, uh, honestly, I usually am intentionally aggressing people because uh, I know there are littles in this household. <laughs> uh, it's honestly, whenever I get to use one of those like mommy tones and someone like uh, uh, Sophie, it happens a lot um, where she'll she'll be like being a little bit like casually bratty and I'll say something and she'll just kind of like tip her head down and look up at me all bashfully and stuff. And it's really it's really cute. Oh. And I always feel I feel accomplished. <laughs> Precious. Like, I got her. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> um, Chloe is very easy to kind of push down a little bit into the the, the little swamp. <laughs> the uh, little swamp. What are you doing <laughs> in the about, swamp? I was thinking about the Shrek pigs. <laughs> it's yeah. <a> <laughs> Um, but, uh, honestly, um, sometimes I'm whispering, sometimes I can get pudding a little bit <gasps> regress. Really? Just a little. Sometimes I, I get her in the right mood. Like she's, she's talking about something and like, she's already kind of in the right space. And, uh, I, I just, just the right tone and like just the right talking to her and she gets all blushy and huffy and like, it is, ugh. Oh I'm always like, ha, I've done it. This is my greatest contribution to society. <laughs> I've done the impossible. And babying pudding is, uh, she, she tries very hard to let herself be unflappable, but she's, she's just a little babby, just like everyone else. Aww. So it's always very, uh, amusing, and, like cute. You know, one um, of my, one of my biggest regrets of, um, of my trip to, uh, come see the Starling household is I never got to play trains with pudding. Mm-hmm. She's so, um, she's really like sensitive about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a cutie pie, but sometimes she worries she isn't. So like she, she keeps a lot of that stuff to herself, but she's, she's adorable when she's all little and bubbly and stuff. Yeah. I totally respect that. That's, I think a lot of people, uh, I think that's something a lot of people struggle with in the ABZL community. Mm-hmm. And, and and a lot of uh, just a lot of people on the S side of DS in general. I think a lot of people struggle with that, and that's super valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally dominated that conversation, and I'm very sorry. It's so okay. I'm going to give you back the talking sick there. It's not called Dear Lemon. It's called Dear Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> there you that's go. Tear. That's how you make your millions, Dear Lemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it is like a disease, and the whole house has it. I, you know, I came home. I came home from that trip going, uh huh, uh huh. And I learned very quickly that it does not have the same chutzpah in the, in the Starshine house as it does in the Starling house. <laughs> I was just like, why are you saying it twice? <laughs> because it matters. Mm hmm. All right. I th- I think that is all the questions. We have one more question that's lined up for episode 49 and one that I had to do some research on. So I don't have any qualms about kind of calling it here. If uh, if you think so, what do you think? I wonder. I, I don't think I have any questions for you. I did last time, but I still just want to think about my addresses. And that was what my question was last time I was on the show. So... <laughs> If you got matresses on the mind, fire away. Oh, I just like them. How about you? Oh, love them. Dear Jesse, <laughs> do you like matresses? <laughs> yes. Next question. <laughs> They're fantastic. I'm yep. actually, here's my question. Um, I've been trying to uh, think of a new cute costume to put Chloe into. And I just, I just don't know. I've got a maid dress for her. Um, I've got, like, a cute little Santa baby outfit for her. Aww. Um, she's got, like, this cute little frilly 
just absolutely ridiculous baby dress. I don't know what else to put her in. Do you have any ideas? Hmm. I think she'd be cute in a Kigu, personally. Yeah. She um she hates like the the long sleeves. I'd have mm. been like a short sleeved one or something. Um but people, people in the chat are saying Kent Buddy character and also programmer socks. <laughs> She'd be so cute. Yes. Oh my you, god. You need to get her programmer socks. Mommy's little programmer. Yes. And also, <laughs> I I think uh, Chloe would be so precious in like a pirate costume. Oh my god, you're so right. I I she has like two pirate hats and um a couple. She's like a pirate sword, and like um Kata got her a sextant and stuff. Ooh. Um. So like she is pretty ready to be kitted out. I don't know. Uh, I've looked up pirate costumes before, and um, they're always like sexy pirates. And I'm not, I'm not about that aesthetic. I'm not sure what kind of pirate costume I should get her. Well, because the difficult. pirate costumes that they sell at like Costume City, Party USA, etc., they're mm-hmm. all like super cute, but they're very like. I mean, obviously they're like kids. X X X X X X Extra small, extra small, extra small, extra small. So it's like maybe creating something like that but in a larger size question mark mm-hmm. would be super mm-hmm. cute yeah that's that's what that's i think and also imagine like what I, I forget what kind of guns that pirates have like blunderbusses or something it's like that I like think that's what they are yeah yeah like the old-timey pistol situation I'm doing what you don't see is i'm doing finger guns at my desk right now <laughs> <laughs> but that's um, pretty good Hand cannon. Hand cannon says cloud puddles. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Maybe like some kind of nerf gun that looks like that. And then you could use like mm-hmm. the metallic type of like Warhammer paint to make it all like cool and old time. Yeah, and make it all yeah, like steampunky. Yes, exactly. Exactly like that. Uh Cloud Puddle says that Chloe has a spyglass. Uh, yes. that is that is one hundred right there. It's like it's actually like right in front of me right now in her room. So Aww. I should have mentioned that. Yeah, it's it's a really nice spyglass too. Mm-hmm. Cloud puddles would know. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah. Um oh, I have one more thought. Yes. So this has been going around the Starling House a little bit. Um what do you think? of using the word pog uh, instead of the word mush for your diaper. You know, I'm not crazy <laughs> about the word pog in general. And but what, our, if, what if Gray turned to you and said, okay, baby, pog your diapers for daddy. I think I would never wear a diaper again. <laughs> <laughs> putting it, putting it, I, <laughs> Putting it very I've frankly. been trying it out with Chloe and she kind of seems to agree, but I'm I'm pretty determined to make it work. I um, am I am like, like defiantly standing against the Pog Champ Poggers face <laughs> sky and I I res- I still resolve that the only type of pog in existence is the little cardboard discs that we played with in the nineties. <laughs> you don't want to be daddy's little pog champ? No, I don't. <laughs> I actually have a lot of issues with um, with PogChamp, Poggers, Pog, all that oh, in yeah, general. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, just... Oh, I'm sorry, not go ahead. keyed in on, like, the, the Twitch culture, like, the Pog culture at all. So I pretty much just hear it as a very funny word that I can replace a, a word with and make it sound <laughs> ridiculous. I'm sure there's something there that I shouldn't be using it all the time, but it is very funny to to go up to Chloe and be like, "Mommy's little pod champ." <laughs> it is funny, and like it's it's <laughs> like the actual vowel like value of the word is like really good. It's mm-hmm. like the person behind it is like a COVID denier and like a bunch oh, of that sucks. Yeah, and then like there've there's also been some Asian Americans on Twitter that have started a thread talking about it and everything. But it's 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 one of those things that is 
you know, worth having a capital C conversation about mm-hmm. in the in the wider societal space. But if you're throwing it around in your house in regards to Chloe's diaper, I think you're in. I think you're fine in yeah. that regard. Like you're not being problematic if you're referring, if using pog as a verb replacement for mess. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's totally fine. Right, because I don't know what I would replace it with. Because I don't want to say mess. That's normal. I want to say something that's a crime. <laughs> something and, that's a crime. <laughs> and saying, saying like, oh, look at your your pog champ diapers. Really, it it, it gets people upset in the right ways. It makes me <laughs> upset. <laughs> okay, but what if that's how we reclaim? What if we reclaim that word? from like the mm-hmm. twitch chuds that's how we steal pog away from them is we turn it into fucking diaper terminology i'm here for this now <laughs> i'm really for it someone's on like twitch like oh pog champ and you're like oh yeah i better get your diaper changed <laughs> i love it <laughs> uh miss lemon may i take this opportunity to make a very convenient segue Yes, you may. So, long-time listeners of Dear Jazzy, hello. Uh, back during the first 10 episodes, uh, I talked a little bit about the eventual At Odds With God Productions Twitch stream and how that never came to be. Uh, it happened. <laughs> um, I am now streaming on Twitch uh, under the name Jasmine Starshine. The channel is entirely vanilla, so please Please, 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 please do not talk about fucking diapers. Please. <laughs> please. 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 <laughs> but yeah, no, it is a purely vanilla space. But that's also where I'm going to be playing like Nintendo 64 and like a bunch of like cool old stuff and everything. Can we still Skywalker in the chat says, can we still ask you if you're a pog champ? If we if we totally pogged on that dude, if you pogged yourself today, the chat's going off. If we're using it in the new definition that we have constructed, the non-problematic new definition, mm, I'll just ask one by one. Uh, no, uh, no, and also uh, no <laughs> to all three of the questions that have been posed. Oh she no, she has to ask her daddy permission if she can pog. Oh, so no, she hasn't pogged today. My God. <laughs> it's more of a matter of he tells me when to do such. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it's just like, and then it and then it regards and then it goes to me like, no, I don't know. Little, little baby jazzy voice. Daddy, can I pog? I hate that. That's so cursed. <laughs> Why don't you say that? That's so bad. Oh, my God. We need to. OK, we need to wrap this shit up. Uh, so, yes, I am streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Jasmine Starshine. Um, I'm doing a bunch of like older games and everything. Uh, come and hang out with us. It's the channel. I've only done like one stream and it's already growing pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well for only doing one stream. So that's pretty cool. Thank you, everyone that's been supporting that. Um and also a lot of the other people in the Dear Jazzy Discord server, plug, are also streamers. <laughs> and you can also hang out with them and watch their streams as well. Uh, and I think that's also a segue into talking about the Discord, which you can message me or Jamie Bell to join. Uh, it's a really cool little community that we have going on here. Uh, you can reach out to me at my Twitter, which is at Baby. Or via the show's email, dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. And Miss Lemon, where can people find you and what do you want to plug? Um, well, uh, my Twitter is mainly where I am. I'm pretty active on there uh, at twitter.com slash lemonpangolin, I believe. Um, and I have a friend if any do the same name that I will probably basically dump post 100 pictures and then not use for months uh, repeatedly. So that's how I am. <laughs> that's how you roll. Um, and then um, I'm also pretty active on the uh, Sophie and Pudding Patreon chat. Sort which, of my home base. Which also, thank you again to the Starling House for subscribing to my Patreon. It means a lot to me. It really does. Sophie truly thought she was already 
sub to your Patreon. <laughs> she, <laughs> she told had no me idea that. she wasn't. Oh my god, she told me that and she's like, I had no idea. How were we not supporting it? I was just like, uh eh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, please check out all of Miss Lemon's links. Uh beyond being have beyond having an awesome Twitter and a great for affinity, you're also like really multi-talented in a whole bunch of different stuff. You can sew and draw and make people blush on Twitter with 240 characters. Well, thank uh, you. I do yeah. my best. <laughs> you succeed in your oh. best. Also, if everyone wants um, Chloe, my baby girl's Twitter is twitter.com slash the usual Chloe. Everyone can tell her what a good little pog champ she is. I'm sure she'll love it. <laughs> will be her, her favorite thing to see on Twitter. It definitely won't make her delete her Twitter or block everyone. So <laughs> She's going to change the profile icon to just a flat black JPEG being like, <laughs> lock the account and then the new bio name is just just need to take some time for myself. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last but not least, Dear Jazzy is an at oddswithgod.com production. Visit us online at at oddswithgod.com. You can listen to the entire show's back catalog there you can find our merch store you can find uh camp buddy there which is an awesome visual novel which gives us a little kickback to support the show a little more and you can find the patreon and on the patreon they'll give you a nice little discord role and you can see the special channels in our discord where you can see me naked miss lemon this has been a fantastic episode thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us uh any closing thoughts really i had so much fun i love chatting with you we always vibe so good and uh i love wild and out (laughs) (laughs) wild and out (laughs) but yeah no you're so right we do like vibe really well it's a lot of fun it's always fun chatting with you but until we chat next time i have been jasmine starshine and i am miss lemon and we will see you next time see ya goodbye thank you I meant to do it earlier yes. and then I slipped into 6 p.m. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's entirely valid given, given everything going on.